Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about get the stress out of your life. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles as always and take some copious notes. I really got a good practical show for you today. Let's start here in Matthew chapter 6, verse number 34. This is a familiar passage of scripture, and I would also want to empower you to read the whole chapter of Matthew chapter 6. Jesus has some really good things to say, but we're going to focus our attention here at verse number 34. Notice what it says. Therefore, for do not worry about tomorrow. I want you to underscore that. Worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I'm telling you, these are true words right here from the master himself, Jesus Christ. Now, the Lord would never tell us to not worry if we didn't have the ability to do it. But this is not in our own ability. This is in the ability of God. So we got to remember that anytime the Lord is commanding us not to do something, he will release to us the grace and the empowerment from him to learn how to not do the things he's commanded us to do. Therefore, again, he says, do not worry about tomorrow. And here's why. For tomorrow will worry about itself. So we just going to let tomorrow, worry about itself. We're not going to worry about how things are going to happen, what we got to do, how we got to do it, who likes us, who don't, what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat, all of these other things that people are so consumed with. The world is so stressed out because of worry and a lot of other things. But we got to realize, man, this is the only life that we have in this body. And if you don't learn how to navigate through this thing called life, you're going to lose your life. And I want you to be able to have the best 2023 that you have ever had. And in order for you to do this, you're going to have to make a conscious effort right here and right now while you're listening to this show to get the stress out of your life. You've heard it from every pundit. You've heard it from every exercise guru. You've heard it from every TV host. I mean, we are hearing this all the time. People are dropping like flies. People are here today, gone tomorrow, heart attack, stroke, diabetes, so many things. But I'm telling you, we have to get the stress out. And according to the word, you can. And this worry is a killer. Yes, we do need to eat right. Yes, you are right in that. But can I tell you something? We need to think right. We need to have the right perspective about life. We need to have the right perspective about our family. We need to have the right perspective about our work. And we need to be able to pull all of these things together and learn how to live more simplified. See, when you're stressed out, You just can't seem to find a moment for yourself. I've been there. 
I've been in those places, man. I could not find any peace. Peace was all around. I just couldn't get it inside of me because of the things that I was focusing on. So I had to learn how to simplify, refocus, because we often make a big mess of our lives through the things that we're thinking and then bad decisions that we are making. So when we can dial it down a notch and learn how to put things where they're supposed to be in this proper perspective and order, then life will be more enjoyable. Can we at least come to an agreement right here, right now and say, I'm going to enjoy every day? Let's forget about the year because, you know, we got 12 months to live out this year. But can we at least say every day I'm going to learn how to enjoy it? Every day I'm going to find a reason how to enjoy the blessings that God has placed before me. Yes, there will be challenges. Yes, there will be trials and tribulations. Yes, there'll be things that are not of my making. But one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that every day I am grateful when I get up and the things that are not my business are not my business. I'm not about to take on other people's problems, other people's cares. Jesus didn't ask you and I as Christians to do that. Sometimes we get in trouble because we're just trying to take on things that are just not of our making. So we got to learn how to take care of ourselves and get this stress out, put it out, and leave it where it needs to be. I want to give you six simple ways to get the stress out and to simplify your life. I think you may want to take some notes. Here's number one. Determine what is important. Do you even know what is important? This is how I want to help you to determine what's important. Make a list of all the activities you got going on right now in your life, and you should look at the first four or five and make sure you are putting more emphasis and more energy into these things. You may have 20 or 30 things that you think are important, but as you are making this list, I want you to write this down in the area of importance and then just focus your attention on the first three to five of these things, the first four or five of these things. And this is where you need to put your energy, where you need to put your faith, where you need to put your emphasis. And as you begin to do this, you'll begin to see all the other stuff that you got on this list. And you're going to say, man, this is nonsense. So I'm just going to cut away, put away all these other things that are not important. Some of the reasons why we stressed out, because we just don't know what's important. We think everything in our life got the same value. And I want to tell you, it doesn't. Everything in your life does not have the same value. Some of the things you really need to be putting your value in is your relationship with God. That's value number one. And then number two, you got to put your value not in just your relationships with God, but in family, your wife, your kids, if you have some. Make sure that you do that. And then you need to make sure that your work gets some value because that is ultimately how God has given you the ability to take care of your family. So we got to make sure that we chart these things out correctly. So we got to make sure God is on that list. That's number one. We got to make sure our family is on that list. That's number two. And then we got to make sure our job or our business is on that list because that is ultimately how we are living. Everything else Put it in the dung pile. It is not important. And when we simplify and streamline, notice now how much more time we got to focus on God. You'll be surprised as a pastor. I hear this all the time. People say, I don't have time to pray. 
And I said, well, make a list about all the stuff that you're doing. And all the stuff that they got on that list is not important. And I say, you know what? This is why you don't have time to pray. You got exercise on there. I get it. Exercise is important. I understand that. But that don't come before God. It don't come before prayer. It don't come before your family. You know, you want to go watch a game. You mean to tell me that comes before God and your family and your job? Some of the stuff that we're doing, we say we don't have time when in fact we got a lot of time. But when you write things out, you can actually see what it is you're doing. More importantly, what you have determined that's important. So that's number one. That's what you want to do. Determine what is important. Number two, reconsider your commitments. See, many times we simplify our lives or we can simplify our lives through cutting out commitments that were never meant to be committed on or to in the first place. So we got to really look at this. So you should look at these extras in your life and see how they align with the things that are most important to you. If there are things that you are committed to doing, or things that you really believe that are adding value to your life, continue to do that. But the stuff that's not adding no value to your life is adding no long-lasting health, is not adding no money to your life, is not adding no joy to your life, you need to cut it. I'm doing that right now. I am really looking at some things in my life that I've committed myself to, and I'm saying this is getting me nowhere. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut it and I'm going to let it go. There are going to be some people that's going to be mad. There's going to be some people that's going to be upset. But listen, I got to learn how to take care of myself. You got to learn how to take care of yourself. So this is what we got to do. We got to reconsider our commitments, right? And again, all of this extra stuff that people are putting on your plate, all this extra stuff that people are saying you got to do. No, if it don't add up, if it don't help you to become a better person, let it go. If it don't help you to become a better spouse, let it go. If it don't help your financial budgets and your house be met, you have to let it go. All right. Number three, here's one of my favorite ones. Say no. <laughs> yes. I want you to repeat that after me. Say no. Just say no. Many times we're so stressed because we just don't know how to say no to the people in our lives. But saying no to kids and family and friends and even your boss is important. Listen, I know it can be tough. I'm not saying it's easy because everybody is, you know, they, they want you to do this. They want you to do that. But God will give you the grace to be able to say no, watch this, and then delegate the request to another person. That's one of the things that I had to learn to do as a pastor. And it is hard. It is tough because in my mind, I said, nobody can do it as better than I can. But that simply is not true. And the reality is when we really come to the point to our lives where we say, God has put some capable people around me. I have to learn how to delegate and say, no, you know what? I can't do it, but I'm going to find somebody that can. And again, I realize that there are going to be some people in your life. They're just not going to like you, man. They're going to be mad because they want you to do it. But listen, you only got one go around in this body. And if you're finding it difficult to stay firm in this, remember, you're not Superman. Remember, you're not superwoman. You can't possibly take on the world by yourself and neither is God asking you to. 
So saying no can be an empowering thing for you. And watch this. As you delegate, it can be an empowering thing to the other person. You are telling them, you know what? Such and such asked me to do this. I said no. But you know what? You are more than capable. I want you to do it. Do you know the self-esteem booster that it would give that other person? See, God is working together in this thing with all of us. So we got to know when we've reached our limit. We got to know when we just can't do it or even if we just don't want to do it and say, you know what? I'm going to say no and then I'm going to delegate. When we do this, trust me, you can get the stress out of your life. Number four, simplify your work. Why? Because every day when you are at work, you likely have a 10 page to do list. And in reality, there are things that are just not that important that you got on that list. And yes, there will be some things that you will never get around to. And that's okay. Accept the fact, but you got to do this. Reevaluate your activities to determine what is really essential. Watch this and just do away with the rest. One of the things I'm really learning when you look at really successful people and millionaires and how they do things and how they get things done. And you can even talk to single moms with kids or stay at home moms. I really admire them because the world may think that they're nothing and nobody. But when you see how they are managing their homes and how they got to manage their kids and the clothes and the cooking and, and the dropping off, they're on a tight schedule, man but they know how to do it. And so we got to learn how to do a thing. And if you don't know how to do something and you admire somebody that is doing it, why don't you ask them? See, we got a lot of pride too. We got to get rid of the pride. A lot of reasons why we got stressed because we got pride because we refuse to ask people that can help us to simplify our work. But the real successful people, I'm telling you, man, they have streamed lined everything. They have itemized all the stuff that they thought they needed to do, that they realized that they really didn't need to do. And they've come to the conclusion. I've got to streamline. I've got to learn how to work smarter and not harder. And the things that are on my list, I'm going to do away with some of this stuff that is not really helping me to be productive. Because watch this, even your boss, they got a lot of stuff that they want you to do. But can I tell you this? They hired you because they believed you could come in and make the department better, do this better. Sometimes you can come up with something better for the whole company, for the whole team. So doing this thing will help you to add value to your job and maybe get you a raise or a promotion along the way. So we got to learn how to simplify our work. Number five, here's one of my favorites too. Involve the family. If you're married, if you got kids, or if you just married, hey man, that's your family. You got to involve the family. There is a lot to do at home, just like it is at work. But here's the thing about at home. Make your family your team and involve them in the home activities. Are you looking at your family as your team or as your enemy? See, we got to look at this thing differently. This is what I'm saying. We need another perspective. Your wife is a team player. Your husband is a team player. The kids are part of the team. Even if they're little, this is a great way to even teach little kids how to clean their room, how to vacuum, how to clean the bathroom or the kitchen or whatever. You're giving them responsibility and you got to let them know we are doing this 
together. And here's the thing, as they get older and as they get teenagers, you've already put in them that they are part of a valuable team. And when we do this and everybody gets involved in the little task around the house, again, like taking out the trash or dusting or just doing the dishes, everybody is required to do something. And as we all are doing something, catch this, everything is being simplified. So now I don't have to clean all the rooms. Maybe my son can clean this room. I can clean that room. The little girl can clean that room. The wife can clean this and then this. And then we can sit down and watch a family show together, watch a movie together. Look how we just quarterback that. Everybody is working together as a team. I do believe one of the great stressors in family is that we are disjointed, that we're not unified that we're not together. And the Bible says that a house divided against itself, it just can't stand. So sometimes we just have to have a family meeting and come together and just repent one to another for being divided and say, from here on out, we are going to do this together. We're going to love one another together. We're going to get involved together. Since we are together and we live in this house, everybody has a part to play. And as we play our part, hey, man, we can make some beautiful music together. So learn how to involve your family and put some rewards there in there, especially if they're little kids, man. Put some rewards there. Say, hey, you clean your room, I give you a dollar. You clean this, I give you $2. It gives them a good work ethic and it helps them to feel like they are a contributor to the family. All right, finally, number six, clear the clutter. Yes, you got to clear the clutter. Man, some of our houses is just a place of clutter. You see no shows where they have those people in those houses and it's so much junk, so much mess. It's just a pack rat mentality. And it's a really poverty stricken mentality. Some of us, we save everything. You can't keep everything. Some of the stuff you got, you don't need to have in your house. See, you got to understand that when it's time to think, I don't know about you, I got to have things organized, simplified, so that I can pick where I need to pick. I know where this is. I know where that is. And I've heard people say, you know, it don't matter. It can be junky. I know where this is in the junk. I know where this is in the mess. I get it, but it just don't look good. So I really do believe we need to clear out and clean out the clutter that is in our home, that is in our home office. There's just a lot of stuff that's just cluttering up our space and is stressing us out. Everything must have its place, even if it's in the trash. (laughs) Hopefully, prayerfully, you got a trash can in your house and you just not throwing papers and candy bar wrappers and cookies and all this stuff all around the house. But you know, people, they doing all kind of crazy stuff in their home. But I'm hoping you're not doing that. But if you are, get you a trash can and put the trash there. See, when you clean out the clutter, from your space, you'll find that cleaning and finding things that are important and simplifying your daily life is a whole lot simpler and it will be a whole lot less stressful if you know where things are. It really will. And again, your high level successful people really do live their life like that. You'd be surprised, man. People riding around in junky cars. That's not a good reflection. If you're a believer, if you really following Christ, that just don't look good. Let's do ourselves a favor this year. 
Come on now, y'all. Let's do ourselves a favor this year and clean out the clutter. All that stuff you said you're going to do. I said I was going to clean out the attic. It's still nasty. I said I was going to clean out the closets. It's still junk. Come on. This is your year to clean it out. And as you clean things out, trust me on this. When you start cleaning things out, notice how your stress going to go down. You're like, you know what? Wow. I'm going to clean this out. I got a sense of accomplishment. I feel better. Now watch this. Once you clean it out, don't you go packing it with some other stuff. Don't put no other stuff in there. Clean it out and let it stay empty. Organize your life so you know what you need to know when you need to know it, when you need to find important documents. You ain't got to look up under the couch. You ain't got to look up under the coffee table. You don't got to look here and there. You know where important things are. We want you to get the stress out. This is how you do it. I've given you six things that I believe are important. So I just don't want you to just hear this. I want you to go back over it again and again and look at this thing. Fine tune this thing. Can I tell you something? If God is really going to bless you, he's got to be able to trust you. I'm going to say that again. If God is really going to bless you, he's got to be able to trust you. And God don't like clutter. God likes organization. That's how God is. So if you're going to work on his team, and if he's going to pay you and he pays you well, he'll promote you well. You're going to have to prove to God that you can handle what you got right now. Some of us are asking God for bigger and better, but we are not handling just the little things that are around us. We got too much clutter in our lives. Here's my last thing I'm going to give you. I gave it in the opening. I'm going to give it to you again here in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. I want to close again with this scripture. Notice what Jesus said. He said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Don't do it. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Then he says, each day has enough trouble of its own. Tomorrow will take care of tomorrow. Don't worry about it. In other words, Jesus is saying, that's not even your business. Why are you even getting involved in tomorrow? No, no. Tomorrow got enough stuff of its own. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the things that God has called me to focus on. Number one, it's him. I got to focus on God, my family, my career, everything else will get in where it fits in. If it doesn't, I'm cool with that too. And that's what you got to be that's what I want you to do. So I don't just want you to hear and listen to this podcast. I want you to be empowered enough to do something about your life. And I'm giving you six actionable items that I actually want you to consider. But more importantly, I want you to do it. And as you do it, I promise you, you will be empowered. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I really pray that this episode blessed you. If it did, shoot me an email right now at info at thomasadeloach.com. You can go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. Things are changing as we're adding things, taking out some things. So go to our website and check us out. And finally, if you're being blessed by this show and you want to financially partner with me so we can really do some things together, I want you to go back to that website at thomasadeloach.com. 
There's a donation tab there. You'll see. Click that link. It'll open up and I want you to give to your heart's desire. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And everything that you give helps me to produce a quality show and even inviting guests on the show and do some things that will expand and cause our reach to go even further. Tell someone about this show, this podcast. You can send them a link, help them to get connected. I am always here to empower you, believing God's best for you today. Don't worry about nothing. Everything else God will handle. And whatever else needs to get done by the grace of God, he will either do it through you or have somebody come and help you to achieve the very things that God has assigned to your life. And remember, above all else, to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.